What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Kind of Different. I'm Matt Allen, uh, CEO and co-founder of Different Kind, and I am your host. And I am super excited today to have with us uh, Lisa Hardell. And honestly, I think, Lisa, you're the first Canadian guest that we've ever had, which is super exciting as well. So our our scope is expanding internationally today. I'm super excited for you all to meet Lisa. I've known Lisa for several years now and have really just been impressed by uh, her journey in the dental profession and, and what she's working on now and the things that make her excited. So Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to Join us on Kind of Different. We're excited to hear about how you think about innovation. Um, we're excited to connect with you, and we are excited to hear how you view how we can all make dental care more human. So as we get started, would you be willing to share a little bit about yourself with our listeners? 100%. And Matt, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for, for having me. Really looking forward to this discussion with you. And yeah, it's I it's been a pleasure getting to know you and knowing you over the last couple of years. And yeah, I'm currently um, clinical development manager with Dental Corp. Um, it's a dental service organization here in Canada and supporting practices actually across Ontario. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I would say with everything dental hygiene, of course, and then also on the 3D scanning kind of malocclusion conversation with patients and really, again, focused around patient care, patient needs, and really elevating that patient experience. So I get to connect with amazing dental practices and practice teams kind of across Ontario on a day-to-day basis. And I learned from them. Hopefully they learn from me. And it's just all about just kind of moving things forward in dentistry and really focused around patient care. So that's um, kind of where I'm at. Yes. That's where you're at now. And you've also worked in a number of different yes. kind of areas within dentistry as well. Can you just tell us a little bit For about sure. that as well? Yeah. So I've been a registered dental hygienist at like honestly approaching 20 years, which is hard for me to even say because it has flown by. I did um, spend just a few years as a certified dental assistant before getting into hygiene. And 100%, I feel truly blessed to have experienced um, a lot within the industry. So I did start off in private practice, worked a little bit um, in perio, specifically um, with a periodontist that heavily focused actually on implants. Mm. And then I got into public health for probably close to a decade, close close to about eight years, Mm. uh, working in public health in and around kind of the York region area here in Ontario. And from there, it was probably in 2017 that things just kind of shifted for me with my career and um, really kind of got more involved on the sales, the education, Um, the consulting side of the industry. So again, kind of managing territories, hundreds of practices and working with some amazing companies. I spent about three years with Oral Science, um, worked with Strawman, um, which I'm sure most people maybe that are listening to this would know um, more so on the implant, implantology side of things, um, but also 3D scanning and biomaterials. And yeah, I've been with Dental Court for over a year now, actually a year and three months. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it really ties everything um, together as far as what drives me really making an impact with fellow dental professionals and just my experience in the past. It's um, great to kind of be where I am right now. So really loving it. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing a little of your journey. And I I love the varied background that you have. And I think that really brings an interesting perspective um, you know, to, to what you have to offer, right. To the profession in general and whatnot. So, um, one of the things that I would love to start off with kind of, you know, maybe in that vein, right. Is you've had this really interesting journey. Um, and what are you most excited to be working on right now? Like what's something that's currently like making you feel excited and energized to, to get to work in the morning? 
Yeah, I would say that um, there's a lot, there's a lot of exciting things right now that are bringing for sure me joy and fulfillment, and I can see that in, in the teams and the practices that I'm supporting. But I would say that um, number one is right now just the support pr providing the dental hygiene teams or the dental hygiene department. Um, right now, we're really focusing everything obviously around kind of best practices and the process of care. So as dental hygienists. I can speak more from here in Ontario. You know, the process of care that ADPI really um, supports everything that is done with a patient really from that start to end period. Mm -hmm. So um, that's been definitely always kind of an area that I'm, I'm truly loving, enjoying every day. And what we're working on right now, again, the American Academy of Periodontology, as far as the latest classifications, we're really trying to review that, spend the time with hygiene teams to ensure that that's thoroughly integrated um, into kind of understanding their patient's um, dental hygiene diagnosis, whether they're a periodontitis patient or not. Mm -hmm. um, but again, really linking that to the oral systemic conversations that they're having with their patients and ultimately really just kind of elevating the care within the dental hygiene department and team out of practice. So that to me is, is definitely number one, I'd say. That's awesome. Well, and it's so cool that, you know, where you're at right now, like you get to support other hygienists, which you know, I think that a lot of times, you know, in solo private practice or something like that, right? It might feel hard to even have other people who understand your job, much less like yeah. someone who can, you know, designate to support only you. So um, what a gift for it all is, It is, it is. And I love, I love hearing the feedback, like after some meetings, um, some practice team meetings in person, we're really trying to get in person. Um, yes. At certain times, there's been kind of more Zoom and calling, but the in-person is where the impact is. And it's all about learning from each other, understanding what's going on, what's the current state at their practice, the demographics of their patients, and how can we really work together to kind of elevate the care that's being delivered um, at the practice. So it's pretty cool to see that all evolve. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like, you know, you're able to do that, you know, via, hey, here's some kind of guidelines and we want to make sure everyone is kind of practicing to certain standards and you know some of that stuff right and obviously like in our modern world like technology has some role in that as well yes. um so what do you kind of see you've already mentioned a few kind of pieces of technology that that you're involved with like what do you kind of currently see you know technology's role in innovation you know in your role maybe specifically but just you know in general as well um how, how do you you know kind of view those two things as, as linked yeah I, I would say that definitely technology plays a huge part in just more of an innovative approach to patient care. So one of the things that um, I see really day to day on a regular basis is like the impact of, you know, something like 3D scanning that's being really brought into a practice as, as a tool or as a piece of equipment that's being utilized, right? So now a patient can truly really understand what's going on with their oral health. Um, it's pretty cool to have technology or something like scanning where like over time you can actually um, compare scans, you can do time lapse. So a lot of the different viewer tools and, and the technology as it's evolving, it's allowing um, not just like the patient education, but the diagnostics to just be more innovative. It's you, you can notice things at much um, such an earlier point mm. and a patient can actually see that visual, right? As soon as they see that visual um, and you can see things where um, you're comparing over time, looking at it through different lenses, whether that be kind of more of a monochromic view, a monochrome view, it's, I mean, soft, hard tissue changes. It's much more eye-opening for a patient. So I think, again, that really feeds into the innovative approach with how that discussion really um, happens with the patient, getting them to view it, to see it, to ask the questions and really um, potentially identify maybe some areas of concern 
And then, you know, what are, what are some possible solutions? What, what can we work towards maybe, you know, getting things into a healthier state or prevent further trauma? So I'd say that's, that's definitely one area of technology that um, kind of feeds into to my current role and what I'm seeing on a regular basis. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I mean, this, this kind of links into a little bit into my next question because you talked a lot about prevention there and whatnot as well. Um, but I mean, we've talked about this offline and I'm excited for, for some of our listeners to hear it as well. But, you know, tell us something that, um, you know, as we, as we move into a section on connection, right? Like you're a fascinating yeah. person and whatnot. Um, <laughs> and you're a writer and, you know, people might see you out, you know, in, more in public, right? Um, but obviously there are things that kind of motivate us and drive us and whatever. So I'd love to just hear something about you that people may not know, maybe both personally, but, but also especially the professional story that I think we've, we've talked about in the yeah. past and, and uh, you know, how that's the kind of idea of prevention is, is really shifted, you know, yeah. your career and so on. I'd, I'd love to share that, Matt, for sure. So I'd say something that maybe, you know, people don't know and I'd love to share is um, I have a twin sister. We've been best friends like forever. I would say we're very, very different, but we 100% complement each other so well. Um, she's just such an amazing person. She's actually in the eye industry. I'm in the teeth industry. So <laughs> we, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. And um, no, it's just great to have that, per that, that person, right? She's a sister, she's a friend, but um, we've supported each other really all through our lives, right? So I would say that's definitely one thing on the personal side. And I would say career-wise, honestly, um, probably there was, you know, this pivotal point in my career. And that's when I, I switched, like I said earlier, switched from public health or really decide to re um, resign from public health and, and take a risk and completely change kind of the trajectory of my career. And it was really around um, a specific product. And that was the silver diamine fluoride or advantage arrest. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was working in public health at the time, you know, ongoing urgent needs with, with children, young children, really children of all ages, um, waiting for treatment. And as we both know, like SDF is just such um, an amazing non-invasive way to arrest caries, re caries really at the earliest stage possible. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to resign from public health. I applied for a job with oral science because they were actually bringing advantage arrest, the SDF to Canada at that time. And I was so pumped to be just part of the promotion, the education and bringing awareness to to the product. And I still, honestly, when I'm in practices and I see it or I ask about it, it's just very close to my heart. I absolutely love that. I, yep. I mean, I don't want to call you a nerd, uh, but you know, like uh, it, I, I have a similar moment, like where I saw like the first time I ever saw the social determinants of health kind of like graph, yes. you know, whatever. And I was like, it totally changed my career. Right. I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Health behaviors matter so much. Right. Like why are we not focusing more on that? Right. So it, to me, it felt like a very like nerdy moment to kind of like see this like thing and be like, Oh, okay, cool. And I just, I absolutely love that story about you. No, social determinants of health. That's, everything right like so important to be <laughs> aware and consider all of the different areas right totally and, and you know we gotta we gotta uh, pour one out for our, our fellow dental nerds right who have had their uh you know careers yeah. changed by something really beautiful like hey here's this yeah. uh, really new way of conceiving of how dental care can and maybe should be delivered right so absolutely yep. love it um thank you for sharing that that's awesome um and one of the other things that i love about you in, in our conversations that we've had over the years um, is that you tend to find the things that are most important to you and that those like tend to drive you into, you know, different job roles or whatever it is, right, with your family. And so what are some of those kind of values that shape you that you'd be comfortable with sharing? Maybe both, again, in your personal life a little bit, but also, you know, in your career and, and what that's looked like. Yeah, so 
gratitude to me has always been something like every single day I do try to just spend that time thinking about the things that I'm thankful for family, friends, my career, like there's just so much goodness around me. Right. And it can be very easy to just focus on, ah, you know, I've got to do this today or this isn't going right. But to really stop and think and reflect about um, where I'm at, all the good. Um, I definitely try to kind of journal that, write it down so I can, you know, look back on it. And I think just um, the gratitude and being thankful for, you know, the opportunities that I have, the people that surround me, support me, that I'm able to support. I just think that it really helps me with goal attainment. It helps me through my professional development. Uh, the more gratitude I have, it just, it, it really opens doors. So definitely that's something that I try to always keep top of mind. And I, I feel like it really helps support a healthy mindset, I would say. Whew, man. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Here, uh, yeah, for sure. And I think it's been more conscious, just honestly, over like the last, probably honest, the last year or two. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, it can make a big difference, right? Just that whole. Yeah, and especially as our world has obviously like been turned on its head in you know, the last almost three years now, right? To, you know, to be able to okay, say all right, like a lot of things feel crazy, um, and there's yeah. still a lot to be grateful for. And I yeah. love, I love your, you know, kind of practice of it, right? It's not just thinking about it, but it's writing it down, and it's like being able to yeah. talk about it over time, and you're able to kind of see like, yeah, this is things for sure, for sure, things to be really thankful for. Yeah, and I would say a. a a value that definitely feeds into myself personally, as well as um, work is like the accountability piece, right? Um, with my kids or with my coworkers, even with Dental Corp, it's all about being accountable for your actions, right? So really being intentional. Um, I definitely think that it's really important to, you know, think things through, um, take responsibility for like the good, the things that maybe don't work out, right? It's, it's always about just looking at how you can learn from kind of the road that you're on, but really yeah. having that accountability piece and, and owning up to things and, you know, working as a team. And again, that really feeds into, I would say, um, like the career piece, but also just me as an individual, me as a mom, um, as a wife, and just as, as a woman, right. To, to be accountable really for, for my actions, my thoughts and, uh, everything that I do day to day. Man, yeah. I love it. I absolutely like gratitude, accountability, like, whew, I, uh, we personally have a like family kind of like, Hey, these are our family values, right? And yeah. both of those are actually on there. I would say accountability for us is more aspirational. It sounds like you're much better at it, but uh, <laughs> you know, I absolutely love, love both of those. So, um, kind of, you know, transitioning because I think that's a really like, like gratitude, accountability, right? Like those are rooted kind of values, right. That help us understand what it means to be human and whatnot. And so as you think about like making dental care more human, right. Um, what's something that you do kind of in your role? I mean, I think you've already at least mentioned one of those things in terms of just practicing gratitude that obviously, you know, makes us very rooted, but what's something that you think about when you are like, Hey, I want to make my work human. I want to ground and root my work in what really matters. Um, you know, how do you currently do that? Yeah. And honestly, as simple as this sounds, just because, you know, how we've really, um, managed our work day to day over, you know, let's say the last two years, um, two, if not, you know, closer to three years is I think just as simple as like the in-person connection, the engagement, the impact that I can make when I connect with a team or a fellow dental hygienist, a dentist, a part, you know, in person, like there's just so much traction. There's so much understanding that I get on, you know, what are their needs? What's the current state of the practice? You know, what do we need to kind of prioritize and focus on? So, 100% it's just getting that in-person time. So I'm really trying to focus on, you know, getting into practices at least three days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's even going to kind of rev up more so in, in 2023 
because there's been a real balance between like the Zooms and the calls, but it's just people are, you know, there's just an easier opportunity to just be less engaged or there's just can be a disconnect sometimes, right? Yeah. So um, the in-person connection, you just can't beat that, right? And that to me makes um, things more grounded and just there's more momentum that's happening with, um, you know, what we're trying to do together. So. I love it. I mean, yeah, yeah the idea of presence, right? Like we can be present virtually um, and there are good things about that, but yeah, there's still obviously this very physical barrier, right? And we think about yep. presence, right? It's just, like in, in the course of history, it's a very modern thing to be like, oh yeah, you can be present with someone yeah. not, yeah. not right next to them, right? And so, yeah, I, mean, I think that's a, a very human thing. Like there are benefits to the technology and there are limitations. And I think you're exactly yeah. right. Like there's just something about looking someone in the eyes, you know, standing across from them that can really form a lot of trust, which, you know, I think that's one of the last things that I kind of wanted to ask you about as well in terms of, I mean, we could talk, we have, we have a whole other podcast about the healthcare system in Canada and, you know, the, the benefits and the differences and especially dental care and how that looks and whatever. But um, I think one of the things that, you know, I'm always just fascinated about when, when talking to someone outside of our healthcare system is just kind of thinking about yourself as a patient, right? Um, and this, this is probably more universal than just the, the, the healthcare system in Canada, but um, certainly think it's interesting to talk to people in different healthcare systems. But when you think of yourself as, as a patient, right, when you're going in to receive healthcare or dental care or whatever it might be, um, what's one thing that like a dental care team or a healthcare team does with you that makes you feel like, wow, this is helping me trust this person, this is helping me connect, you know, et cetera. Like, can you share something that, that you feel as a patient from that perspective? Yeah, I mean, I personally love it when there's just no assumptions that are made, right? They, they take the time to ask the questions, you know, mm -hmm. even as something as simple as like the medical history, right? Like I've, I've been with providers that just assume things or they, you know, just basically fly through things, but to take that time, ask the questions and then really listen, right? When they're listening to kind of what you're going through or, you know, what, what's important to you that that can really feed into their treatment plan how they're gonna move through the treatment or the care with with their patient right so i think um definitely taking the time to not assume to ask the questions to really listen to their patients mm -hmm. and honestly like the eye to eye contact is huge i've been in i think and i probably shared this with you before too matt like i've been in situations where even again something like a 3d image like a scan you're trying to show a patient and literally like they're still laying back and mm -hmm. to sit someone up and to actually have a discussion with them um view something together and really it's not just a one-sided um pointing things out it's asking them the questions getting them involved that's where we're really going to see the light bulb moments for the patients they're going to get more just understanding awareness and and really commit to what maybe they need to do to make a change, right? In, in a more positive direction. So yeah, I would definitely say that it's it's the little things that can make a huge difference. I mean, a hundred percent, right? And the research backs that up, right? That the better the patient experience, the more likely are the patients are to complete treatment and you know do all the things that they want to do. Yeah. Um, but ultimately it depends on some of the things that we do as healthcare professionals to help them along that journey, right? And I think that that's, it's such a, it's such a good one because, um, yeah, especially the listening piece, right? Like, I think if you're really asking questions with the intention of listening, not just like responding, um, patients feel that and, and patients, you know, perceive that, right? And so um, I appreciate your championing, you know, that, that idea in our profession and, and all the work that you've done to kind of uh, certainly bring that to the greater profession, but I'm sure to, to the hygienists that you support as well. Yeah, definitely.
Awesome. Uh, well, Lisa, I, I mean, we could talk, like I said, we could have uh, a number of podcasts, um, you know, here for, for a very long time, uh, yeah. many different topics. Uh, but in the, in the issue, you know, the idea of brevity that we, we always try to keep on, on kind of different, um, you know, if, if people want to reach out to you, uh, if they want to find out more about you, if they want to connect with you on social media, if they want to learn more about General Corp, you know, give us a little idea of where they could do that. You can finally <laughs> find me at Strictly Dental Pro. So, um, yeah, Strictly Dental Pro, send me a DM. Um, I do have basically like a hyperlink there that has some contact information. It has a link to um, a blog that I try to keep regularly kind of posting um, some pieces on just kind of what's trending, where I'm at, um, and just things within the dental industry in the space, I would say. But yeah, Strictly, at Strictly Dental Pro, Pro at, um, on Instagram is probably the best way to, to contact me because I'm on there frequently. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Um, well, Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Uh, it's really a always a pleasure to get to the chance to chat with you. And I learned some new things about you today as well, which is super fun. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, for those Amazing. of you who, uh, who don't know where Lisa is in Ontario, obviously it's winter, right? Uh, and you said you were driving uh, through some snow tomorrow, yes. to get to which just sounds so very Ontario to me. Yeah, it safe does. travels to you. Thank you for taking the thank time you. to join us. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to hopefully connecting with you maybe on a future episode.